Welcome to the Yoga Biz Podcast, your one-stop shop for growing a successful and profitable yoga business. I'm your host, Meg Sangimino. I'm a yoga business strategist, giving you all the tools you need to create, market, and sell your yoga offerings so that you can reach new students, fill up your classes and programs, and start building the yoga business of your dreams. Want to join a community of motivated yoga teachers just like you? Join my free Facebook group, Yoga Business Strategy, for weekly free workshops and trainings. Go to facebook.com slash groups slash yoga business strategy. That's facebook.com slash groups slash yoga business strategy. Now sit back, relax, and make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. guys welcome back to the yoga biz podcast this is episode 30 and today's episode is going to be a little bit different a little bit more casual Um, i'm going to be telling you a little bit about my story of leaving my full-time job and having hard conversations with friends and family this one is definitely going to be a little bit different than the strategy oriented episodes that i usually post here on the podcast but But a lot of you have sent me messages on Instagram and in my Facebook group asking for a little bit more insight on when I knew it was right to leave my full-time job, what that looked like for me, and some of the harder conversation topics like my financial situation, what that looked like in my business whenever I decided to let go of the stability of the corporate world and jump full-time into my business for myself. So today I'm gonna talk really open really vulnerable about my story, but I want to say that this is exactly what this conversation is. It's my story. It's not, you know, some secret formula for when it's right to leave your full-time job or anything like that. It's just a little bit of insight into my decision-making process when I cut the cord with my corporate job. And maybe you'll take away some, you know, relevant ideas and inspiration for you if you're thinking about taking the leap and jumping full-time into your yoga business. So my business is about two and a half years old at this point, but it has changed and grown a ton in that amount of time. When I first started my business, I was working as an engineer for a construction firm in Washington, D.C. And basically, I would work on my business really early in the morning and then late in the evening because I was on site, on construction sites, all day, every day, during the week, and sometimes on the weekends. So I was teaching in a studio and also running my own classes online, and I actually had an online shop where I sold plant hangers and wall hangings and things like that. And that period of time, I learned so, so much about running a business, marketing, selling, all the things, but I was very caught up in the hustle culture. I was that person looking at everyone else's Instagram account, looking around at all the other yoga teachers, how they were marketing their classes, and I did whatever I could to get people into my offerings and to buy my online products. It really was a lesson in learning all of the things that I didn't know about running a business. So. Whenever I started teaching, I really just fell in love with teaching yoga and I knew I wanted to dive deeper than just teaching in a studio. I wanted to create my own offerings. I wanted to run retreats and do all of that kind of stuff. So I actually 
switched to a different job working for a development firm in the DC area because I knew that this job would offer me a lot more flexibility with my schedule. So I could work on my business in the morning, but also on my lunch break, in between meetings, and then late into the evening. I made that decision very intentionally because I knew that I wanted to eventually end up working for myself. So it's a step that I recommend anyone taking if they're not really ready to jump in full time to their own business. How can you adjust your work situation now to provide a little bit more flexibility? And this is obviously going to look different for everyone with different credentials, with different industries. But for me, it made sense. I was getting offers from development firms in the D.C. area. There's a ton of them. And I decided to look into it and jump to a different company that was going to offer me more flexibility. So that was the first step I took towards working full-time for myself. And during that time, I hired my first business coach, which was quite possibly the best decision I could have ever made. She helped me really systemize my business so that I wasn't just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks, excuse my language, but she was actually teaching me systems and ways that I could efficiently funnel people into my offerings, get people into my online shop, and things like that. I also, at this time, was talking to a business coach who I did not end up hiring, who told me that if I didn't leave my full-time job, that I wasn't serious about my business. The reason I tell this story often is because some of you out there might be hearing the same thing, or maybe you're you're telling yourself this. You're looking around at the online space, you're seeing all these yoga teachers, wellness professionals working full-time for themselves or maybe giving the appearance that they're working full-time for themselves and you're feeling down on yourself for not making that work quite yet. And I, I share this because I've been there and I'm actually really, really glad I didn't jump ship from my corporate job when that coach said those kind of toxic words to me. I think there's a lot of benefit to running your business on the side if that is what you're comfortable with in the moment. So everyone's situation and circumstance is different. And my the best advice I can give you is don't let any coach or mentor or family member or friend make you feel bad for running your business on the side. And that's in both scenarios, right? Don't let anyone tell you that it's a waste to be running your business on the side when you could just be working your corporate job and be making a perfectly good living doing that. And don't let any coach tell you that if you don't cut the cord right now and jump into your business that you're not serious about it. These are very real life decisions. And again, I'm really glad I didn't jump ship whenever that coach said that to me. Instead, I hired the business coach that I did. She's amazing. I love her so much. And she helped me build my business more efficiently so I could grow it on the side to a full-time profitable and sustainable business. And then I could jump in full-time when I felt ready and I felt safe. So for a couple months, I worked with this business coach and I started to really hone in on my strategy for getting students to come to my classes to book private clients. And I also had a virtual studio 
that I ran that was subscription-based. So I had passive income coming in every month from the students that were enrolled in that. So I started to get to a point where I knew I was getting close to feeling ready. And I know that's not like an exact science, but I knew that I was making enough in my yoga business to at least cover my rent and my expenses. But I still didn't totally feel ready to leave the stability of my corporate job. And looking back on it, I think a lot of it had nothing to do with my finances and everything to do with my identity. My identity hadn't quite shifted yet to feeling ready to be this woman out in the world saying, hi, I'm Meg and I am an entrepreneur and I run a business completely full-time for myself. I was still clinging on to this part of me that was, you know, an engineer who worked for a development company in Washington, D.C., Because here's the truth, you guys, it's a lot easier to just have a tagline corporate job title than to explain to everyone what your business is and that you run it full time and that you're an entrepreneur. That's just the hard truth. It's a little bit more convenient to explain to someone that you work a corporate job. And there was a part of me that was clinging on to that safety, that that comfort. And I held on for a couple more months. And I decided to set some milestones for myself. So if you're looking at the cash flow coming into your yoga business and the number of clients that maybe you're booking or the number of students you're getting into your classes, I encourage you to start to quantify what would you feel comfortable with having in your business if you weren't working another job. So how much money coming in How many clients would you need to sign up to feel comfortable leaving your full-time job? Those kinds of things. So I'm going to be honest with you guys. I set the bar really high for how much money I needed to be coming in before I quit my job. Just because I wasn't ready yet. And I think a lot of people would have quit a lot sooner than me. I had a lot of people asking me every single day, when are you going to leave your job? When are you going to leave your job? And I told myself... When I bring in $8,000 in profit, I will quit my full-time job. I hit that milestone and I chickened out. So I said, when I hit $10,000 in profit in one month, I'll quit my full-time job. Chickened out again. (laughs) And then once I started to see consistent 8 to 10K months over the course of three months, I decided it was time. I put in my, I actually put in, four weeks notice to my job to give them enough time to find my replacement. And I jumped in full time. And all of that is to say that a lot of people might have quit their full time jobs sooner. My story is just my story. I wanted to feel extremely safe and extremely secure quitting my job. And I wasn't totally in any rush. Once I started to see the quality of the work that I was putting into my business, the results that my clients were getting in my programs and in my offers, that's really when I felt truly confident leaving my corporate job. It turns out it actually wasn't about the money at all as much as it was I had to feel confident in myself that I was putting quality services out into the world that I felt like people would constantly need. 
There's always students who need to learn yoga. There's always teachers who need mentorship and strategy. So once I felt confident in that and consistent and saw consistent months and consistent profit coming in, I jumped ship and I've been extremely happy ever since. I will definitely be recording more podcast episodes on my journey to becoming a full-time entrepreneur. But this is kind of the high level, what made me quit my job? What was the decision-making process like? And what were some of the hardships? So if you are thinking about it, or maybe that's one of your goals, go ahead and hit me up on Instagram at Meg underscore San Gimino. I would love to hear your story as a yoga teacher. And I'm here to tell you that if you want to go full-time in your business, you 100% can. There's no formula, there's no secret, but it is possible for you. And when you're ready, you'll know that you're ready. So I hope you guys enjoyed this more personal and vulnerable podcast episode. We will catch you here on the Yoga Biz Podcast very soon, and we'll talk to you later.